This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're talking cultivating awareness. We got it started yesterday with actively engaging in presence. Today, we're curbing judgment and criticism. As a reminder, we'll be referring to yesterday's conversation all week. So if you happen to miss it, we'd love for you to circle back and give it a listen. As for today, we want to begin by defining judgment and criticism as it relates to this conversation. Judgment is an internal rumination of sorts where we see a certain trait either within ourselves or in someone else, and we immediately come to negative conclusions. In the process, we often apply all kinds of assumptions as fact. Criticism is the spoken version of that. The important distinction here is that discernment can be something else entirely. It's one thing to have done the research, to know what's working and what's not, to move toward improving ourselves or society. It's another thing entirely to jump to conclusions about other people and demand that they change in order to suit what serves us. When it comes to awareness, judgment and criticism, both of ourselves and of others, detracts from our ability to be present. As we embark on the journey of presence, we have to be prepared to confront the worst of ourselves without judgment or criticism, because using presence to inflict that kind of pain and shame will only cause us to curl up and check out again. One of the best ways to disrupt habitual judgment and criticism is to understand it as the survival mechanism that it is. When we see different or unusual or something that stands out in a way we perceive to be dangerous for that person or for that group of people, we subconsciously deem it as unsafe. It is dangerous to be that. It may also be dangerous to be near that or associated with that. In an instant, we can build a mile-high wall between us with bricks made of hate or disgust or anger or frustration. And from there, we often spend a lifetime of reinforcing those walls by cherry-picking moments to prove that we've always been right. We can do it to others and we can do it to ourselves. What we're suggesting today, it's that subconscious mechanism of confirmation bias. It's like a magical pair of glasses through which we see everything that's unfolding around us and within us. These glasses skew everything that's happening to suit what we already know, what we've already convinced ourselves of, and they do a fantastic job of blurring out anything and everything that might shift our perception. That's because our minds see different as dangerous, even if different is a new good habit even if different is working to cultivate more awareness. Our subconscious minds want to exist in the safe space they've created for themselves, no matter its effect on our lived experience, no matter how anxious or depressed or fearful it makes us. It believes it knows what's best for us. And the work is helping that subconscious mind grow out of its comfort zone because it's stuck in the past, not just the past in our own historical timeline, but the past when we were hunters and gatherers, when our survival depended on it. 
What we're suggesting today is that we use instances of subconscious judgment and criticism as opportunities to inject awareness. We have to catch ourselves jumping to negative conclusions about ourselves or the people around us. We can snap into present analysis, recognize this mechanism that's been built into us, and consider its purpose in this specific situation. We can use this opportunity to better understand the role subconscious plays in everyone's behavior how everyone's trauma has impacted the way that they perceive the world, that people are often a reflection of what's come before them, and that includes us. From there, we can exercise loving kindness, compassion, and empathy, skills which will help us better love the world, better love ourselves, and without judgment, allow us to dwell in presence. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week on cultivating awareness. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.